Is Adobe Photoshop Elements for you? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, usually when the word Photoshop comes up on Mac Voices, we kind of set, put it off to the side because Photoshop has become now the purview of the professionals. And we forget about Photoshop elements um, as something that is a lot more accessible to us mere mortals. And I can't think of anybody that is better suited to explain some of that and why it's suited to us mere mortals than Jeff Carlson. He's the author of the new Adobe Photoshop Elements Visual Quick Start Guide covering Photoshop Elements 2022. Jeff, welcome. It's great to have you back. Hi, it's wonderful to be back, as always. So how did I do in the introduction? Is is, is Photoshop... <laughs> Because because I don't I absolutely don't want to disparage Photoshop um, from the standpoint mm-hmm. of its capabilities because it it is it's a professional level tool and again we do forget about Photoshop Elements that it has a lot of the capabilities of the full powered Photoshop uh, excuse me <laughs> yeah Photoshop I said that right um, yeah but you know that is accessible to the rest of us is that a fair assessment. Yeah, it is. I mean, Photoshop Elements is, it's always been this sort of weird, this weird odd duck to the side, which is, it's very much designed for people who who think they need Photoshop, who want to edit images and do creative things, but they don't really want Photoshop Photoshop because the full-blown Photoshop can do all sorts of things that, that, a typical Photoshop Elements user probably would never even touch. You know, it's like you need to to go camping and you think that you need to buy, you know, a, a, a like like a, a Hummer or some sort of, you know, all-wheel drive massive vehicle when really what you need is just maybe a van that will take you to the to the campsite that has all the the little spots available, right? It's not a great analogy but um photoshop is it's just big and huge and expensive and then photoshop elements has um you know it's 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 l- much less expensive um you know running approximately like a hundred dollars 150 dollars if you get it in a bundle with premiere elements which is their video editor and it has a lot of features that are really geared toward people who don't want to be a Photoshop master. They don't really want to know how to manipulate layers and uh, they want results. They don't really want to have to, you know, sit down and watch four hours of YouTube videos to figure out how to do something. Now, the little secret trick in there is that the engine behind Photoshop elements is the engine behind the full-blown Photoshop. And so you do actually have a lot of that capability, a lot of that that raw processing power available if you know how to use it. And so it's this mix of of professional level tool that can do a lot of professional things. And these um, features that will walk you through how to do things that you want 
to get done, even if you don't know how to manipulate layers and things like that. So it just has this 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 really special place, and it's it's something that you know when I have people ask me what they should use because there are so many things right now you know uh, Lightroom, Affinity, uh, Luminar, all sorts of, of of different options now, much more than there were in the past. A lot of it comes down to what people want to do. Do they want to just crop and and make some basic adjustments? Maybe you know photos. The, the built-in photos app is a thing for them. But do they want to do something more complicated? They want to take um, a, a few family photos and in all of them, someone is you know blinking or looking the wrong direction. And they know that there's the capability to merge those together so that the one person who's looking away, well, in you know photo number two, they're looking ahead. And can we merge those together? Well, even in regular Photoshop, that's quite a bit of work. In Photoshop Elements, there's a you know a, a tool, this this guided edit that will let you. Um, sorry, it's not a guided edit. It, it, it's a it's a photo merge. Um, that's not important, <laughs> but um, it, it's a tool that makes it super super easy to make something like that happen. And so, being able to to have that sort of ease of use wrapped in a professional container is appealing for a lot of people. Well, I, I, you know, I'm trying to be careful here because my intent is absolutely not to disparage um, Photoshop elements for being less capable than Photoshop. But, but you said it right. yourself, there's so much more competition now from some really terrific apps. And so for elements to find its place um, amongst that, you know, I, I love what you just said because you're right. You know, I, I, I'm always intrigued by the Photoshop experts who, you know, show you an image and say, okay, here are these 75 steps that it took to get this image. And boy, you know, if you do these 75 <laughs> steps, you too can create this image. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's great. But, you know, I, I, I like the effect or I like the image, but I'm not about to do 75 steps. So now right. if, right. if Elements has packaged some of those things into almost a, a pre-made cake mix, where I just add water and get the result, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, some of the things that that they've done, like just as, as one example, um, in the new version, they have this perfect pet guided edit. And if you break it down, let's say you have a picture of your pet. And what I also love about Elements is it is very intentionally fun. Like they realize that, People take pictures of their pets and they're going to want to share pictures of their pets. And, you know, just like people share pictures of children and, and all, all sorts of things. And when you break it down to how do I edit a picture of my dog, there are a lot of very, you know, basic things. You're talking about exposure. You're talking about maybe making the background, uh, you know, slightly blurry, um, you know, adding detail to the fur like like there are all sorts of things you can do but like you said you have to kind of know which direction to go which recipe of things do you need to apply in order to make this photo of your pet better well they said how about if we just make a tool and you you open your image you go to the guided edit mode and you click the perfect pet guided edit guided edit and it just walks you through 
like I think four steps in order to improve this image. It'll change the exposure. It'll let you select the pet, and it has like a really good way of doing that. Um, you can blur the background, and you don't have to know the recipe for doing all of that. You just follow what what it tells you, and then you end up with a better image. And so, so it's it. Go ahead. Well, I, I want to be clear on this. So you're saying that when I use these guided edits, I still have some input into the process. It's not like the uh, I, f- I forget what they call it in in photos, but it's just not like that one button improve the photo, and it does right. This, even no matter how good that is uh, through machine learning, it still is basically the same thing. It does one thing. Here, it sounds mm-hmm. like I still have control that maybe I'm going to make this up as I go, but um, you know, maybe sure. I have a, a dark cat, so that means I need more exposure to to see the cat better. Um, yes. Or if I have a white cat, maybe I don't need as much exposure. It, it, that's a terrible analogy, but you, I hope you get what. No, I'm no, no, no. That, that, that's actually spot on because. Um, you know, like like one of the things that it will do is it will it will select the pet because usually, you know, we're not taking pictures of pets on really nice backgrounds. It's usually a, a snapshot or something. Um, you know, if you have a cat, you take a picture of the cat wherever the cat wants you to take a picture of it, right? So um, you can then select that, and there's this feature in in Photoshop and Photoshop Elements that's just called. Um, uh, subject selection and you do click one button and it figures out where the subject is and just selects it so you don't even have to you know drag around and do all sorts of things if you don't want to to make that selection and then once the the cat is selected then you can change the exposure if if it's a white cat you can bring the exposure down you'll see a little bit more detail if it's a black dog uh, you know, one of the examples that I have is, um, you know, my sister's uh, dog, it's mostly all black. And you can just add like a little bit more exposure to bring that up so you see more detail in, in the dog's face and, you know, it's, it's haunches and such. And then with, with the selection made, then you can choose, like, I think there are maybe nine or ten different um, treatments that you can make. You can do add a vignette, you can blur the background, you can... Um, I can't re- recall what the other ones are, but you do have options to, to do all these. And then here's the, the sort of secret, uh, secret sauce to it. It's all those things that you would do if you were just doing this manually. It, those are all being done behind the scenes. And so once you're done with this edit, you can then switch back to the expert mode. And then you have all the layers and you have everything that Photoshop has done to make that. And so then you can go back and, you know, maybe tweak something if you know how to use those, those elements. So it's, it's helping both people who, who, you know, really don't know what they're doing and really don't want to know. Like, I just know that I want this picture to look better. I know that it can look better, but I'm not exactly sure how. I'm going to open Photoshop Elements, and I'm going to click this guided edit, and it's going to walk me through how to make this look better. And honestly, that's not something that really I don't think any other program is doing right now because they're all focused on here are the tools for you to do 
X, Y, and Z, and you'll have to learn how to do X, Y, and Z. And Photoshop Elements has, has sort of stuck into this, this niche that says, we recognize that not everybody wants to become a photo editor. They don't want to become a Photoshop expert. They want to take a picture. As another example, there's a, a new guided edit called Extend Background. You know, sometimes you'll take a picture of something of someone and, you know, they're, they're, they're too close to the edge. And so if you were to print and frame that, you know, the, the tops of their head gets cut off or, um, you know, they're the, the shot where they're in focus, they're like way off to the side. And depending on the background, let's just, you know, say that there's like a nice blue, you know, sky behind them. You can then extend that. And it uses a lot of the, the Photoshop technology, this content aware technology to fill that in and do that really easily. It's stuff that you can do manually that takes, you know, several steps and some uh, a little bit of know-how. But here, the guided edit, it just says, oh, yeah, we'll just make this bigger and we'll fill it in for you. And there you go. I'm intrigued by this because it sounds like uh, you've described it very well. It sounds like something that... It, I've got my hand held through the process, but then mm -hmm. if I want to take a look at those previously mentioned 75 steps to get this perfect image, I can actually do it. So maybe I can take that and publish it in a web post and say, you know, hey, I figured out these 75 steps. No, <laughs> no, 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 let's not do that. Um, you know, but, but again, just the idea is that, you know, there's that, I don't know, I don't know what the right, right uh, analogy would be, but, you know, there's that recipe for how did I get this? Mm -hmm. And the ability to tweak the ingredients along the way to suit that particular image or your particular taste. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's going to sound strange, but it's one of the, the most consumer conscious apps that I can think of because they're really focused on what are people using the app for? What, what do people want to do? that's otherwise complicated that we can make easier. And so there, there are all sorts of guided edits and, and, and photo merge tools that, that do this. And you know, these aren't new. I mean, this has been a hallmark of Photoshop elements for, for quite a long time. It's just, they, they keep adding, uh, you know, new clever things that it can do. And there are some things that, you know, like I said, like it's, it's purely fun. Um, you know, Adobe recognizes that people want to make, uh, you know, social media post things, right? You need to be able to um, share something quickly that's sized appropriately or that catches uh, attention. Well, um, like another example of a new thing, it's called uh, animated overlays. And you take a photo and you can add these these animated, you know, make snow or um, blow in front of or behind a person, and you can, uh, you know, or maybe have, uh, you know, sparkles. Things like they don't look realistic. They're not supposed to look realistic. They're supposed to, you know, catch your eye. And so it's it's the type of picture where it acknowledges that someone's looking at their phone and they're scrolling through. And when something moves, they're probably going to stop and take a look. So that can either be, you know, you can have, let's say um, a picture of a family member and, you know, maybe they've just graduated from school. Um, and 
you, you can take this the still picture of them just you know standing there and uh, add a depth effect to it. So you know the 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 background kind of shifts slightly and gives it that that three D look, and then maybe you know you have uh, you know stars or sparkles or fireworks or something that that are that are going off, um, and it sounds sort of basic, but there's also some smarts involved. So for example, um, using its its uh, like there's some AI technology built in. Um, uh, Adobe Sensei is this sort of umbrella of of ai technologies that um that adobe puts into all its products and so one of the things is it can recognize if there's a face there so if there's a person there you can click a checkbox so that they don't have fireworks bursting in front of their face you can just have it look like it's it's behind them and it'll, it'll just automatically do that mask and then you export that as a as a, a gif and you know upload it to Facebook or whatever. And here you have this like animated thing that catches people's attention or, you know, you, you could maybe put that into a, you know, a professional context and, you know, make a, a, a poster or a card or something like that. So, you know, it's, it's not, I'm going to sound really snobby. It's not something that like a professional designer would do, but a professional designer would be using Photoshop and doing doing other things. This is something that's that's fun and grabs attention, and you know, all your family members who are spread out across the country and around the world will look at that and like it, and maybe save it, and like that that sort of stuff. I no, I think it makes perfect sense, and and there's a, you know there's a space for that. I mean there there are a lot of fun photo apps out there that you know do things that. Uh, and they're mostly one-trick ponies, you know. So that yeah. if I, you know, if if I want to appear, you know, I like an alien, you know, maybe I have alien photo that will give me, you know, right, pointed ears and antenna or something. Um, but you know, this this sounds uh, first of all, this sounds a lot more tasteful <laughs> than, than what I yeah. just described. <laughs> um, but at the same, you know, at the same time. And and I, I want to make sure we touch on this too because I think we've alluded to it that you know we're talking about all the cool stuff here that the 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 guided edits and all to to get you that better picture, but you still have a lot you still have the the, the manual controls completely available to you if you want to learn Photoshop or if you already know Photoshop or some Photoshop that you can go in and utilize those capabilities. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know you have. Layers and and all the things that layers can bring. You have um, like adjustment layers, for example. Um, you know, when you're editing a photo, you don't necessarily want to change the pixels of the original. So let's say you have a dark photo, you want to make it brighter. You can use an adjustment layer, which is basically a layer that has this adjustment. You say, I'm going to increase the exposure on this, and it makes everything bright but doesn't actually mess with the pixels on the original image. So then if you're doing some more editing and you realize that you know, your, your screen was turned up too bright and so you need to adjust your, your exposure, you can just do that really quickly, um, non-destructively. And there are you know, lots and lots of tools, even you know, outside of the, the, the guided edits, that are also geared for someone who, again, maybe doesn't know 
how to use curves or they don't know how uh, levels really work. And so it'll pop up a grid of, you know, nine different options of, of exposure or color saturation. And you can, you know, drag a slider if you want and, and make that adjustment. Or you can just take a look and say, no, the one in the upper left corner, that's what needs to happen. That needs to make this too bright picture look better. And you click that and then it, it goes from there. So it's, it's, it's super accommodating to all sorts of skill levels, which is really appealing again to people who don't want to become ex experts. They know they need to, to work on their photos. They want to, edit their photos but as we both know you know being a photo editor doing edits on your photos that can be a really daunting task and i think photoshop elements slots really nicely in the capabilities that it can do but it's also approachable and it's 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 friendly oh and again it's it's educational too because if i can Go in then and look at those steps that the program has assisted me in taking. I can learn maybe a, a bit about why why the end result was something that appealed to me. Uh, as because yeah. otherwise, I mean, you're right. You just you're slapping down an incredibly powerful tool toolbox and say, here, you know, do this and uh, you know, apply this tool and see what happens. And you know, run it up the scale from use zero to one hundred and see what it does. Okay, now take the next tool and the next tool and the next tool. And pretty soon, you know, you just say, "The heck with it." You know, I'm going to print the photo and 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 walk away. <laughs> um, and so, that, yeah, I, I like the educational aspect of this as well. Jeff Carlson is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about the capabilities of Adobe Photoshop Elements and his new book, Adobe Photoshop Elements Visual Quick Start Guide. Jeff also asked me to remind you that you can save 35% on the Visual Quick Start Guide by visiting peachpit.com VQS and using the code VQS at checkout. I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We'll be back next time with Jeff. Until then, and as always, Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.